spiritual slang like God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Or won't he do it? Because <laughs> you know he really will. Hey. Hello. Welcome to Spiritual Slang. I'm the host Chanel, Chanel Ortiz to be exact. <laughs> and we are episode three in this thing, baby. Three. That's like three P, you know, when the Lakers won three P. <laughs> LA baby. No. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm always gonna say I'm excited when I come on here because I really am. And just to give you a little bit of context, I am currently in between a bathroom and a room and a hallway, like with pillows kind of set up around me because this is the best I could get while I'm at my mom's house in Arizona. So it's a very interesting setup, but it's also kind of like calming in a sense. (laughs) Um, So yeah, enough with that segue. Spiritual slang. This is my podcast and I basically just come on here to tell my story. I talk about things that I've been through or are currently going through in hopes of encouraging anyone who has been through those things or are going through those things and encouraging you that there is a light at the end of every dark tunnel. You're not alone. And this podcast is a light at the end of so many dark tunnels for me. And so let's get to it. Let's get into episode three. This episode's topic is something's gotta give. That's just been a phrase that's really been on my spirit for like the last week or week and a half. And the idea of something's got to give was actually my whole process of like really coming out with this podcast. But I never called it like something's got to give. I just called it giving up things. But then recently I was just feeling a little bit overwhelmed with life and goals I had and just things I had to do and things I wanted to do. And I just felt like in my spirit randomly, I was like, something's got to give. And I was like, "Ooh, that's good. (laughs) That's good. But it's also really it's also really hard when you go into it, which we'll go into it um, today. And when I say something's got to give, something's got to give for your purpose. Something's got to give for your dream. Something's got to give for your growth. That's what I'm referring to. There's always something that has to give. Because your future and past or your future and sometimes current can't live in the same place. I had mentioned this in a post when I launched this podcast on Instagram. I had said that for four months, I gave up Netflix, secular music, Hulu, doing things that I wanted to do, participating in a lot of extracurricular activities and um, just so much just so that I could do the podcast because I realized that There are so many things in the world that affect us without us knowing that we're being affected by it. And because they affect us, it is it's hard to really act out on something that requires you to be faithful. It requires you to have faith um, and it requires you to be extremely focused. But when we have a bunch of things being thrown at us like Netflix or music, certain music or social media and stuff like we can't focus completely. And so something has to give. So I want to talk about the idea of something's got to give in relation to your growth and your dream slash purpose. 
And I wrote down a few things that I'm going to touch on in terms of like having to give up sometimes. And these are things that I've had to do, but it is different for every person. And then there are a few things that I feel like we can all sometimes give up for a little while just to be focused and grow. But some of those things are like music, secular music, attitudes, time. Time is a really big one when you want to grow or you want to produce something. It's going to take your time. What you want, friendships and relationships. And it all boils down to one question. What are you willing to give up for what you believe you're meant to do or for the person you know you are? And once you decide on what you're willing to give up, there's always the question of how does that even look? And so I just want to share how it looked for me to give up a lot of the things in my life to really walk in what God was calling me to walk in. Let's start with the beginning of my walk with God. I've always believed in God and knew God, but I always looked at God as religion and not relationship. And that's really what it is to fully walk with God is to have a relationship with God. And so once upon a time, when I moved back to LA from San Francisco in December of 2016, I had really started to get into like my spirituality and relationship with God. And I started going to church consistently and serving in the church. And when you start to really um, take that step into like building a relationship with God, growth is inevitable. You will not stay the same person you were when you started walking. Like as you continue to build your relationship, you will grow and you will experience growing pains. And so when I started to walk, I realized that there are some things that have to give in order for me to fully walk with God. One of the things that I had to give up in order to really become who I was in God's eyes was a friendship that was really toxic. I had a friend for about 12 years. We were best friends, like sisters. And there came a point where I was either going to step fully into walking with God or I was going to stay that person's friend. Something had to give. And I'm not saying that like you always have to give up friendships because that's not the case. A lot of the time it is, but it's subjective to everyone's own personal experience. But for me, I had to give up that friendship because that friend refused to see my growth. And instead, when I started to say no, or I decided not to do things that we would do in the past, such as go out all the time or drink or whatever the case may be, that friend started to talk badly about me, say things like, I think I'm too good because I'm Christian now, and really just reflected things that they were experiencing onto me. And it got so bad at one point where I couldn't express the good things that were happening in my life because I knew it made them feel uncomfortable if I was doing good. It made them feel uncomfortable if I wasn't remaining stagnant in the place of really just being who they wanted me to be, being the person that they had always seen me in the past. But when I decided to become who God wanted me to be and who God always knew I was, it was a problem. And one night when we all went out, we had a really bad argument that almost turned violent. And at that moment, I knew that I couldn't fully be who God wanted me to be if I kept being that person's friend. So I had to let them go. As painful as it was, as hard as it was, because like I said, we were friends for 12 years. As much 
as I love that person, I had to love them from a distance. Because sometimes you can't have things in your past and in your future at the same time. Something has got to give. Friendships are hard, though, because they're relationships, you know. You build relationships with these people and you become really close with them. And you're like, well, maybe they'll grow out of it or maybe we can still be friends or maybe I can have this life in this life. And sometimes, you know, your friends will grow with you, but sometimes they won't. And sometimes they really don't want to see you do good. And in those moments, you have to let them go. If you don't let them go, it can cost you everything that God has for you. And I know that kind of sounds dramatic, but I'm not, it's not dramatic at all. Like that is the reality because God can't bless you when you're living in an old situation. Giving up friendships was definitely something that happened in the beginning of my walk. The good thing about that, though, is that even though it will be hard and even though it can be painful and you're not really going to understand you know, you're like, am I going to be lonely or who am I going to hang out with and all that stuff? Like, of course, we have all those thoughts. But let me tell you something. God will not leave you lonely for long. I won't even say lonely. God will not leave you alone for long. Anything that you give up to walk with God or to fulfill his purpose, he will restore 10 times. And so I gave up that friendship of 12 years and didn't really have a bunch of like close, close friends the way I was with them. But God restored that as I continued to walk with him. I started to make new friends who were like-minded, who encouraged me, who liked to see me grow and vice versa. And I was able to build this community around me that I love and that I know there is no jealousy, there's no ill intent. And we're really here just to be each other's cheerleaders. And so if I had to give it up again, just to have the people I have in my life now, I would a hundred percent. Something's got to give. Let's talk about the things we don't ever really want to give on because it's entertaining. What I'm talking about is like secular music. Disclaimer, I don't really like to say the word secular, but There's no other way to explain what I'm talking about when I say that. So secular music, which is worldly music, you know, that doesn't really feed our spirits. And Netflix, I love to binge watch shows. Like it is one of my favorite things to do. The same goes for like Hulu and social media. Social media. I mean, we love it. We're sometimes addicted to it, if we're honest. These three things were something I had to give up when I started to create spiritual slang. And the reason I chose to give those up is because I realized that in order to come out with this podcast and really be transparent on here, I needed to be in the right mindset. I needed to make sure that I wasn't going to be shaken by anything, that I wasn't going to be fearful, that I wasn't going to just be doing it for myself. I needed to be in full alignment with God. And in order to do that, I had to give up on things that were feeding my spirit but weren't helping me. And those three things were three of the things I gave up for four months. Social media, I actually just gave up for two months, but music and Netflix and Hulu and all that, I gave up for four months. What does that look like? Hmm. For music... It was interesting because 
I didn't really know how much good Christian music was actually out there. I was used to listening to worship and I had heard, you know, some songs that were Christian that weren't necessarily worship, but I didn't know how much good stuff was out there. And so when I gave up secular music, all I could listen to was worship because I didn't really know the Christian artists and the good songs or anything like that. The thing is, is that I run and I need some like hype music to run. And when I gave it up, I was like trying to listen to worship and run. And I was like, no, 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 this this does this isn't going to work. Like I need something a little harder. I love worship music, but it's not the music for running. And so I really started to like kind of dig into Spotify and like looked up Christian rap and looked up Christian music and stuff. And I found that there was so much good music out there that was literally very similar to what I was listening to when I was listening to secular music, like the same vibes, depending on like my mood, but it just was all godly. What I ended up doing was creating different playlists that would work for the moods I was in. So I had like my worship playlist because obviously we all got to have worship. And then I had my holy vibes playlist, which is basically like vibey music, but it's not super hardcore. It's just like vibey, holy music and like chill and vibey. I keep saying vibey, but I don't have any other word to explain it. And then there was, I call it my go hard for the Lord playlist. And that is Christian rap, a little hardcore sometimes. Some of the songs are like really hardcore, but that is the playlist that I always listen to when I run. And sometimes I'm like running fast off of that playlist. I'm like, this beat is hitting right where it needs to hit. And so you just have to adjust to your new reality. But I think a lot of times we get shaken up on giving up music because music is such a big like aspect of our life that we don't want to give it up. And, you know, it makes us feel good and it aids in our life and aids in what we're going through in that season of our life. But if you really think about it, sometimes it's not good for you, depending on what you're listening to. I won't say that all secular music is bad because it's not, but there's just some music that the lyrics are, you know, about being obsessed with someone or feeling empty without someone or cursing and just saying all these things that we don't need to be listening to, calling women certain things, calling men certain things, like, you know, expressing ourselves in ways that are sometimes inappropriate. And that type of stuff gets in our spirit and we don't even realize it. It lives in our spirit. So then we start to say those things or we start to act in a certain way that would embody some of the songs we listen to. Or if we're listening to a song, like a relationship breakup song or something like that, and we didn't even just break up with anyone, but the way that they're singing about them saying that they feel empty without them, then we are like, oh, I feel empty and lonely without a person. But it's like, no, you should be okay by yourself. Not that breakups aren't hard because they are, but that music doesn't help us in any way. It doesn't help us heal. And that's why I needed to give it up in that time period because I couldn't have any music making me feel like I needed a man or making me feel like I was empty or I couldn't have any music that was cussing at women or saying things about women that are just inappropriate. I couldn't have any of that living in my spirit if I was going to get on a podcast and talk about the Lord and be transparent about my life. And if I was going to grow as a human, I couldn't have stuff like that just living in my spirit. I had to fully cleanse myself of all of that. I'm not saying that everyone needs to give up music. I think it's definitely subjective to your own experience and what you're going through and um, what God is really telling you and telling you to do in life. And even if you do give it up, 
I don't think you have to give it up forever. But again, it's up to you. I gave it up for four months while I was creating this podcast, but I listen to it now again. What I love about giving it up, though, is that now that I'm back to listening to it, I don't really feel the need to listen to it a lot. And I definitely don't listen to the types of songs that I was listening to before that weren't feeding my spirit or maybe like too inappropriate or whatever it may be. Like I even when I try to listen to it, like it just doesn't feel right. Because when you give up something for a long period of time, you don't go back to that thing the same way. It automatically changes your desires. It automatically changes your habits. And so as I've like sprinkled myself back into secular music, it hasn't been like the same type of music or um, hasn't been the same type of music with certain lyrics. And, and I love it. Now I'm very cautious of what I'm taking in. And I'm able to automatically cut it off if I feel like it's too much because you become more cautious of it and you start to desire things that are better for your spirit than certain types of music. So I think it is uh, something that a lot of people should evaluate in their lives, especially if you're working on yourself and your growth. It's definitely something that I encourage to evaluate your music choices. Like you can only grow so far sometimes if you're not willing to give up things like unhealthy music. Next is like the whole Netflix and Hulu vibe. I mean, it's really our time. We're spending time watching or binge watching shows and movies. But if we're trying to focus on producing something and really putting our heart and soul into something, into a dream, into whatever it is, something's got to give. And sometimes that thing is Netflix or Hulu if you're like me and you love binge watching. So in those four months, I gave that up. And in replace of that, I was able to journal a lot more. Um, And if I really felt like I wanted to watch something, I would watch sermons. And so what ended up happening is that I found a lot of good sermons on YouTube that really played a big part in me coming out with the podcast because once you start watching like a sermon on one topic on youtube you know they start to feed you with the algorithm a bunch of other videos that are in correlation to that topic and you're like "Ooh, this is hitting every day like this is hitting everything i'm going through and that's what ended up happening and so i was able to digest a lot of good content about growing and about insecurities or doubts or fears which like I said played a big part into me coming out with the podcast because it was reassuring me and sometimes that's what we need we need reassurance and if we're just watching shows and you know letting the day pass by us and not really being um, cognizant of the things we're intaking we're not going to be able to get that reassurance that we need we're not going to be able to fill our spirits the way we need to be filled when we're feeling low But if you're cognizant of what you're taking in and you realize you're experiencing something that, you know, is weighing heavy on your spirit, you can go look something up that'll help you. Although it might not be what you want to do, it's what you need to do. And last is social media. We all know what social media does to us. And we know that we can be addicts to it sometimes. And so I strongly believe that in times where we're really trying to grow or produce something or focus on um, our dreams, there will be moments where we should cut social media all the way off. 
as we've all heard many people say, when we're scrolling, it's like we're comparing ourselves or we're mindlessly scrolling just to pass time. And it's not really feeding us anything. And it's taking away time that we can be spending on producing that thing we want to produce, on reading books that will help us internally, help us grow. Um, It's just taking up so much focus. I mindlessly scroll. Sometimes I get tired. Then I have to take a nap. Then there's like focus wasted, like creative energy wasted. Um, And so it is so crucial for your own like mind and spirit to give up on things that aren't feeding you. And one of those things is social media. I'm not saying to give it up forever, obviously, but there's time periods where I think we should go without it. And you'll be surprised how much time you have after you do that. I mean, I didn't realize how much time I had until I started fasting social media. I was like, wow, what am I going to do right now? I didn't think that I was spending that much time on there, but I was. And so I had to give it up. I gave it up for a couple months and it really renewed my spirit to do that because I was able just to focus on producing spiritual slang, but also focus on God and what he was trying to do in my life and how he was trying to heal me and restore me and grow me. Instead of scrolling, I ended up, you know, reading books. Instead of scrolling, I ended up journaling more as like journaling was a big part in this, honestly. (laughs) I ended up working out more like I was just doing so much better stuff for me because I had so much time that it that wasn't spent on scrolling through social media. I feel like sometimes we know like the entertainment aspects that have to give. So it might not be new to anyone and it might be new to other people. But I think sometimes we don't realize that time is something we have to give. And when you have to give time, a lot of times it goes hand in hand with giving up what you want to do for what you need to do. Time has been a big part in coming out with this podcast, but it also has been a big part in continuing to produce this podcast because I also work. And so let's be real. It's not easy to work and do something like a passion project on the side. And it requires giving up a lot of things that you want to do in order to do what you need to do what it looked like to give up my time and continue to give up my time to sustain this and be consistent is waking up really early to work on it before I actually had to start working on work. It meant me not hanging out with friends on weekends sometimes or not doing things I wanted to do in order to work on the podcast. It was basically me surrendering my wants for God's wants. And so since God told me to do this and he wanted me to do this, I had to give up going to certain events or hanging out with friends or sleeping in. Like I had to give up all of those things I wanted to do just so that I could produce the podcast. And I don't think we realize sometimes how hard it is to give up what we want. Actually, maybe we do realize if you want to go to like a certain event or something that, you know, all of your friends are going to, but you have to work on what you know you're called to do. So you have to say no. I had to say no to a lot of things that I actually wanted to say yes to. And because I had to say no, there were moments when I had to work on spiritual slang without wanting to actually work on it. I had to work through my FOMO to produce this thing because I had FOMO. There were things I wanted to do and places I wanted to go that I couldn't go because 
when was I going to work on what I feel like God told me to do? If I work five days a week, the only other time I have is either late at night or early in the morning or on weekends. So it's like something's got to give. I had to give up my time and I continue to have to give it up. Like a couple of weeks ago, I was feeling really, really overwhelmed because there was just like a lot going on in my life. And this was the moment I was referring to earlier in the episode when I said that I was going through, you know, this feeling and the phrase something's got to give popped in my spirit. So I was feeling really overwhelmed and just I felt like I didn't have enough time to do what I needed to do. And the time I had, I feel like I wasn't giving it my all, if I'm being 100% honest. And so in that moment, I had to evaluate everything that I'm doing in my life. And God was like, something's got to give. And so I came to the conclusion that there were things that I was doing or um, that I have in my life that I have to give up in order to continue to walk this podcast out. When you are working on a dream or a thing or your purpose, there's different moments in it. There's the moment when you realize you want to do it and you're like, okay, I have to do it. Great. I'm excited. This is awesome. Then there's that moment of starting to work on it and you're like, okay, now I'm working on it and things are going good. Some things are a little shaky, but I have to just persevere through it. And then you come out with that, whether that be a product, whether that be a brand, whether that be a podcast, a blog, whatever it is, you come out with it and it's like, okay, that's another level of growth. Like, okay, I finally came out with it. I did it. And then you have to reach another level of growth to continue it. Just because you get to a certain level of doing something doesn't mean everything is just like butterflies. It's not like you have to work hard to continue to push through it because it will require you to reevaluate your time. Like I said, it will require you to reevaluate everything around you. And I remember I had a chat with a couple other teachers from the teen ministry at my church that we're all involved in. And they asked me how I was doing. And I said, I was really excited, but also nervous. And this was before I um, had launched the podcast, but it was like days away from launching. And I said that I was really excited, but also nervous because I was excited to see what came from the podcast and to really finally launch it after it had been something I've been wanting to do for a long time. But I was nervous for what, what I was going to be required to let go of because of the podcast. And I didn't even realize the correlation something's got to give and what I have to let go of once I launched the podcast had until literally right this moment. It's interesting because I was nervous about what I had to let go of because before I even had this topic for the podcast, I already knew once you start to walk into something and once you start doing something big and dedicating your time to it, something's got to give. The reality is you can't do everything. And that's hard for me because I want to do everything and I want to give 100% to everything that's in my life. But you can't do everything. And so something has got to give. And like I said, that can be anything that has to give. You have to evaluate everything that's in your life and see what's feeding you and also what's standing in the way of you fully walking into what God has called you to do. And once you evaluate that, you learn that something has got to give. And the question always remains, what are you willing to give up? The last thing I'll talk about 
in terms of something's got to give and how I really relate to that. I think it was like a couple years ago. It was after I had started walking with God. And so that just goes to show you that it's not like you start walking to God and everything is perfect. No, there's still some things you have to grow out of. There's things you're going to face. There's um, trials and tribulations that are going to test you. But at the end of the day, if you remain solid in who God is, then you know that you can get through it. Sorry for that quick segue. But the other um, thing that I had mentioned in relation to something's got to give is that I had to give up certain relationships. There were friendships, but then there's relationships. I'm talking about relationships with a significant other. In order for me to fully walk in who God had called me to be, a year after I had started walking, or about a year, um, a person from my past came back in my life. And, you know, there's people that just linger around and, you know, come back into your life here and there. And every time they come back, you like jump at the chance to talk to them again or hang out with them again or whatever it may be. But those types of relationships aren't good for you or your future. And God can't bless you with what he has for you if you're holding on to that old fling or that old relationship. And so a year after I had started walking to God, with God, someone came back into my life and they kept coming in and out for like, I feel like a whole nother year. We were just friends at this point is what I thought. And I was just like, oh, it's okay. You know, I'm going to introduce them to God. I'm going to tell them all about the goodness of the Lord I serve and kind of just tell them where they need to work on. And I did all that. Like I would hang out with them, nothing crazy, but I would just talk to them, talk to them about what I was going through. And they would talk to me about their issues. And I'd be like, you know, the God I serve will help you in this way. Or you think a certain way because you love this and blah, blah, blah. And I was just trying to, I was like, well, it's okay if I keep them in my life because we're not doing anything and I'm just, you know, spreading God's word. (laughs) But most of the time, that's not how it works. I realized that I was just keeping them in my life because I felt like I still had some type of connection with them. And then I also realized that that person was staying in my life and kept popping up because they also had a connection to me. And although we want to, you know, fix people and help people and be there for them, especially if they were in our lives for a while and they just played such an important uh, part in our life. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The past can't live in the same place as your future. So it's okay to let them go. You have to let it go when it comes to our growth and fully walking in what God wants us to do. Something has got to give. And what are you willing to give up? Something's gotta give. I think it's important to note that as you evaluate your life and if you realize that there are some things that you have to give up, even if it's just for a short time, it's not going to be easy. It'll sometimes be hard. It'll be painful, maybe even a little bit stressful. And as you're giving up those things, you might need to get to work on whatever your purpose is or your goals are or, you know, your own self. And when you are feeling, you know, down from having to let go of certain things, it's not going to be easy to work on, you know, yourself or it's not going to be easy to work on your purpose. And so you'll be placed in a situation where you have to work through your pain. You'll have to work through your anger. You'll have to work even when you don't want to. 
And I'm just going to say, do it anyway. Do it through your pain. Do it through your hurt. Do it when you're crying. Do it when you don't want to do it. But just keep doing it. Because I'm telling you, God will restore you. And in due time, you will see the fruit of all the work that you did, whether that be into an actual thing or a brand or a product or whatever it may be, or that be on your the work, all the work that you did on yourself, you will see the fruit of it. And so it just comes down to what are you willing to give up to really walk in who God has called you to be and into purpose. That is a wrap on episode three, baby. And can I just say that I am so grateful for this podcast because every time I come on here and talk about a new topic, it is providing me a new level of growth and healing. And although there's some things I've already like grown and healed from, it's just providing me new levels of it, which is so great and amazing and awesome and all of that and all of the above. But it's just a testament to purpose, really. Like purpose is meant to help others, but it'll also help you along the way. And that's why it's so important to just be cognizant of anything that's not feeding you and not be afraid to let it go. So yeah, I'm excited to keep going. I will be back next week and I will still be excited because this is really exciting. And so thank you for listening once again. I hope you continue to listen and stay on this journey with me. And remember, be kind to yourself trust yourself and stay prayed up. Bye y'all.